Chav Gimel Amit Beis, five lines from the bottom at the beginning of the new parak, the fourth parak, starts here. I am marked in the margin, a Roman numeral one in the margin that starts with the word Arusa. Three lines later, starts with the word Le Arusa. I put a Roman numeral two there. And on Chav Dalet Amit Aleph, on the second line, I put a Roman numeral three. Four lines below that, first word on the line is Mesu. I put a number one and circled it in the margin. Two lines later, first word on the line is Lo. I put a number two in the margin and circled it. And three lines below that, first word on the line is Le Achar. I put a number three in the margin and circled it. So we're going to have uh, Roman numeral one, two, three, and then cases one, two, three. So here is uh, a number of different uh, possibilities. Roman numeral one. If you have an Arusa or a Shemeris Yavam. So we've been talking about a case of a Sota. We assume that's a married couple. Let's say they're not married, but they're engaged. He was Mekadeshur, but they're not fully married, or a Shemeris Yavam. Shemeris Yavam is a woman who's waiting for the Yavam to do something. She was married to a man. That man died. There's no children. She is waiting to be taken uh, through Yibum from one of the surviving brothers. In those cases, let's say there was a... Um, uh, kinui and Astira, does it mean anything? Uh, do they go to Shalayim? So, lo, I double underline the word lo. Lo shosos, they don't uh, drink. Uh, the Pasuk basically is Mamayi, the case of a fiancé of Shemeris Yavam. Uh, on the other hand, they also, uh, even though there was a uh, warning um, by the fiancé or a warning by the uh, Yavam, uh, they do not drink the water, they also uh, are not entitled to their ksuba because she basically blew it. She got warned by either her fiancé or her yavam, and then she went into yichud uh, with the guy that she was warned against, and therefore she loses her ksuba uh, payment, shenamar, like the uh, pasuk, um, when it says, asher tiste isha tachas isha, with the Mappe K, uh, uh, when she's under her husband, uh, sounds like she has to be fully married and to drink the water. This lady's not going to be able to drink the water because it's prat la arusa shemeris yavam. In other words, the context of the whole discussion of Asot is a fully married woman, not uh, a fiancé or shemeris yavam. Period. This is the now Roman numeral two case. If you have an almana who is married to a Kohen Gadol, now they're not really supposed to be Married, a Kohen Gadol is not supposed to uh, live together with a Amana or a Grusher Chalutza, a woman who had previously been uh, either divorced or had Chalitza done, to a Kohen Hedyot. They're also not supposed to be together. These are all a bunch of um, Isure Lav relationships or a female Mamzeres or female Nasina who is uh, with a Yisroel. Or a Bas Yisrael, a regular Jewish girl who is, uh, so to speak, living, or I call it married, to a uh, Mamzer or a Nussin. In all those cases, I double underline the word low. Low, Shaisais, Veloy, Nightless, Ksuba. Again, these, this is examples of relationships that are not really 100% what they should be. Uh, at the same time, if the husband does warn her, don't go into Seer with Bob, and she goes into Yichud with Bob, and there's witnesses for each one of those things, um, she would not drink the water. She would not be entitled to her ksuba. Um, okay. The whole Parsha of Sota is a couple that they're supposed to be together. Way um, Rashi uh, uh, words it as re'uya lekaima. She's like fitting to stay together and live with him. Now, these are cases that it's not like that. So they can't drink the water and also not entitled uh, to the ksuba. Uh, kama. 
Here is now Roman numeral case number three. Ve'elu loy, I double underline the word loy. Here's another example of um, scenarios where lo shows us, even though she was warned, and even though she went into Yehud with the guy she was warned against by her man, uh, she will not drink the water and not be entitled to take her ksuba. And we're going to have uh, three cases. Let's say they're a regular married couple. And uh, they made it all the way to Shalayim, and she, however, we've seen these cases before, number one, Haimer, she says, you know what, I gotta come clean to Manilach, I really did have relations with that guy in that uh, Yichud situation, or number two, Shebola Edim Shitameya, or witnesses came, that, that literally means that she is impure, it's meaning that she did actually have relations with that guy during that Yichud session, or uh, number three, Haimeris, she's not admitting to it, she's just gonna be refusing to drink, she says, Ini Shoysa! I'm uh, not drinking, period. Um, in any of those cases, semicolon. Now, here's another two cases. I call them case one and two. Um, Amar Bala, let's say the husband gets cold feet and he doesn't want to go through with the procedure for whatever reason. He says, Aini Mashka, I'm not going to proceed without giving her the water to drink. Or second case, Shabala Bala Baderach, her husband had relations uh, with her as we're trying to Shalim, which is a big no-no. In all those cases... Uh, there, um, the last two nightlies ksuba veloy shaisa. She will be entitled to her ksuba in the uh, last two cases uh, that we said, where it's basically the husband who's not causing this, not able to go through veloy um, shaisa, and can't drink the water um, because he's either refusing to give it to her or uh, he ruined it by having relations with her in the way. Period. Now we have case uh, one, two, and three. Not Roman numeral one, two, three, but regular one, two, three. Imagine if you have a Sota scenario, regular married couple, Mesu Baalehen. Oh boy, I underline Mesu Baalehen. The um, husband of a Sota case uh, dropped dead. Achalai Shasu before the lady had a chance to drink the water. What do we do then? Well, Machlokas Beisham and Beisilil. Beishamai, who I circled, they say she's entitled to her ksuba. Uh, well, you know, who knows? She could be innocent. It's not her fault that her husband dropped dead. And Lo Shosos doesn't go ahead and drink the water because her husband is not around. And the Pasuk says, Behavi ha'ish as ishtai. The husband has to bring his wife in. Well, the husband's not there. Where uh, at Space Shammai, um, Base Hillel, who we circled, the Base Hillel, I'm rim, uh, O Shosos, O Lo Notless Ksubasan. They either have to drink or they don't get their ksuba. In other words, since they can't drink the water because their husband's dead, they also are not entitled to their ksuba. And the Gemara will um, elaborate on this machlokas. Slash. Here's case number two. If you have a woman who is a meuberes chaveire, imagine you have a. She was married to a, another guy. He died. He left her pregnant, or. Um, he left her with a child that she's currently nursing, Muberes Chaver or Menekes Chaveroi. In those cases, Loshosos Velonolos Ksuba. Now, if she's pregnant with some of the guy's child or nursing some of the guy's child, she's not really supposed to get married to another person. She has to wait basically like two years, then she can get remarried. Uh, let's say she did get remarried. And then the guy she's remarried to, which really shouldn't be, but. Um, she is, at least she shouldn't be now, maybe in a couple of years it's fine. Um, he gives her a kinu, he gives her a stira. Uh, she, uh, he gives her a kinu, a warning, she goes into stira. She would not be able to drink the sota water. And also she's not entitled to her ksuba because uh, they're not really supposed to be together. That's according to Divrei Rebbe Meir. I boxed Rebbe Meir.
I also box the Chachamim. The Chachamim say, well, one second. Yochol hi lehafrisho lehachzira lacharzman. There's nothing like intrinsically wrong with this couple, it's just it's like the wrong time. So he could actually separate from her until the 24 months from the time she gave birth to her child are up and then take her back. Therefore, she is considered Ruya to be his wife. She's fitting to be his wife. And uh, this would be something that we would consider a fitting uh, couple, a, a good, a halakhically acceptable couple, just not right now, maybe in a little bit of time. Period. Here's a third case. Imagine you have a man, he's only got one uh, wife, and she is an islandist. She is unable to reproduce. She's sterile, or Zakana. She's an old woman who has no ability to have a child anymore. Ushaina Ruuya Leilaid. She's not fitting, um, like she drank some sort of potion that made her uh, sterile. In those cases, um, where he warns her, and uh, she goes into sterile, low notless ksuba, velo shosos. So, uh, again, they're not really supposed to be together because they couple is supposed to have children, and these ladies can't have uh, children. Rabbi Eliezer, who I circled, Oimer, Yachalhu Lisa Yisha Chere. So it's not a problem. Like, make her a din, he could simply marry another woman and have children. Velifrois, Velirbois, Hemena, from this other woman. He can keep his first wife, who happens to be an islandist, as a cane or shenuria leilaid. Kama. Ushar Anashim. In general, all other ladies and their men, if you have a Sota scenario, Oshosos, they either go ahead and drink the water, alone of the they're not entitled to their ksuba payment. Kama, Aisha's kaihain, shaisa, she drinks the water, and obviously if she was with that guy in the ichud, in a, um, in a way that was improper, then she can't really be with her husband, but muteras the bala, as long as uh, she doesn't explode. Um, I mean, it's like obvious, I guess, because then that seems to indicate she's innocent, right? Um, she can stay with her husband. An Aishas Saurus, let's say her husband is uh, sterile, like they got married and then something happened a couple years later. Um, Shaisa, she would go ahead and drink, period. Let's say you have a husband and wife and the husband warns his wife, don't you go into Yehud with know, your brother or your father? Is that valid? Can you say something like that? Yeah, Ayude Kol even though the men, the man that the husband is warning his wife not to be with his, is, is, is an erva to her, like a close relative, still mekanin. It works chutz. The only exception is min hakatan. F- uh, husband would not be able to uh, warn his wife, don't go into steel with that, you know, eight-year-old boy. Or if he warns his wife not to be in steer with one who is not a man. We'll see in the Gemara what that's referring to. Uh, period. Here's another list. Here's a list that Bastin will step in if they see uh, the ladies behaving in an uh, improperly promiscuous way. And they will, uh, so to speak, on behalf of the husbands, give a uh, warning, a sota warning. And we'll have uh, three cases here. Mishin is Harish Bala, a woman that her, her husband became a deaf mute. Onishtata, or he uh, went a little bit crazy. Or uh, number three, Shahaya Chavosh Beis Asurin, he's currently in the slammer. He's incarcerated. And uh, in any of these cases, if Basin notices the woman uh, acting in an uh, improperly promiscuous way, they will uh, officially give a uh, warning to like a Sota type warning. Now, can the Sota procedure go on with that, even though it wasn't the husband who warned? Lola Hashkaisa Amru. 
It's not that they'll be able to do a sota procedure if like, witnesses see her go into Yehud with the guy that she was warned not to by the base din. It's more that she would uh, lose her uh, ksuba rights uh, if she did that. Rabiosi, who we circled down there, Aflash Gaisa. Oh no, Basin also. The warning that Basin gives is good enough to have uh, her taken to Shalim and given the Sota waters. Now, she obviously has to have a husband who's all there when she does that, so uh, the case would be Surin when her husband gets out of jail. And uh, if it turns out that she had a whole Sota scenario where she was warned and then she went to Yichu with that guy, Yishkana, the husband, will go with her and oversee her uh, Sota drinking experience. Says the Gemara, Mishta who deloishasya hakinui mekana law. It seems like um, so in the cases of the opening case of the Mishnah, she doesn't go ahead and drink the water, but it seems like the kinui is a good kinui, which is interesting. You can sort of have like the beginning of a case of a sota, even though it can never end as one. Well, Menahani Mili, where do we know that from? De Tanurabanan. Have a brisa goes for a line and a half starts here. Pasuk in Bamidbarhe, Parsha talks about the Sota, says, Daber el Bene Yisrael, and it could have just started giving the halachas, except it says in the continuation of that Pasuk, Ve'amarta alehem. I squiggle on the line, Ve'amarta, I think you have to write in alehem, and you shall say to them. Now that extra phrase is coming to include something that otherwise would not necessarily have been included. Lerabais, it comes to include an arusa. And a Shemer Siyavim, a case where the couple in question is only engaged, there's only Kedushin, but not Nesuin yet, or a case with Shemer Siyavim, we have a woman whose husband died, childless, and she's waiting for the surviving brother to do something. L'Rabbi Sarusa Shemer Siyavim, that Kinui will be valid. In other words, a warning given by the Aros or by the Yavim will be a valid Kinui, and a Stira will be a valid Stira. That's the Anathnaic source. Who must need money? Well, who then would be um, the author of the snake source that said both don't have to drink, whether it's on Rusa or Shemir Siavam, there's no actually like drinking the water. Well, that would be Rabbi Yoinasan Hidasanya. We see the price that we're going to have right now. It goes for five and a half lines, and it brings two uh, late Tanaic opinions, Rabbi Yoshia and Rabbi Yoinasan. And we'll see it's Rabbi Yoinasan who says that both of them don't drink. We're talking again about a case of an Arus and a Rusa. He was Makadeshir, but he's not a full-fledged husband and wife, or a Shemeris Yavam, says the Pasuk in the Parsha Saita that the scenario of a Sotu woman is when she is Tachas Isheikh, underneath her husband, like they're already living together as a full husband and wife, that would prot, that would come to exclude an Arusa, dot underline Arusa, an Arusa will not drink the waters. Yochel, I might think I squiggle on the Yochel. Shani might see after that I should also exclude a Shemeris Yavam that she doesn't go through and drink. No, no, no. Actually, according to this Tanaic opinion, Tamalaymar Ish Ish comes to include even a case of a Shemeris Yavam. Divir of Yoshia, a box of Yoshia. According to Yoshia, a Yavam and his Shemeris Yavam, she actually will go and uh, drink the soda water. Whereas Rabyinasan, we boxed Rabyinasan, Rabyinasan is the Tana that we're looking for. Rabyinasan Aimer, when the Pasuk says two word quote, Tachasi Sheikh, the same two words we started this Brisa with, that's coming to exclude somebody. Prat, I put a diamond around the word prat. Prat, not for Anarusa, but in this case, Rabyinasan is a Shimeris Yavam. Shimeris Yavam is not really, it's not Tachasi Sheikh, it's not her husband yet. It's like 
her deceased husband's brother, who might one day be her husband, he's not her husband now. Now, continues Reb Yonasan, Oitzi Shemeris Yavam. Okay, so we've excluded a Shemeris Yavam that is not shy to the whole Sota procedure. Veloi Oitzi S Arusa question mark, and, and, I, and, and should I not exclude then? I excluded the Shemeris Yavam, but should I not exclude the Arusa, the regular old fiance and Arusa and Arusa? Oh no, that one gets excluded also. Tamil Daimar, the Pasuk says, Asher Tiste Isha Tachas Isha. That's the Pasuk that uh, went off the woman when she was underneath her husband, like completely underneath her, her man. Prat, I put a diamond around the word Prat, Rusa. That's the end of the Tanaic source. We see then Rabbi Yonasan holds that both a case of a Shemeris Yavim and a case of Arusa are not within the Parsha of going through the whole Sota water drinking procedure. Okay, so it's Rabbi Yonasan who would be the author of the above Tanaic opinion. Now, when it said Tachas Isheikh, Rabbi Yoshia said it comes to exclude an Arusa, and Rabbi Yonasan said it comes to exclude a Yavam. Why the distinction? Mar, explains the Gemara, that would be Rabbi Yonasan, Alima Le Arusa. He says it's a stronger bond that between an Arus and Arusa, and therefore if we're going to exclude something initially, it'll be the Shemeris Yavam. Why? Because when it comes to an Aras and Arusa, two points. Number one, to Kiddushay Dide, it's him who gave the woman the Kiddushin. It's not a case of uh, Shemeris Yavam where it's because of the guy's brother who was Mechadashir, but the guy himself did it here. And also, Cyclin Al Yadai. If she, if you have an Aras and Arusa and she has an adulterous uh, affair, she will actually be put to death because of uh, the fact that she's an uh, engaged woman. She's an Arusa. Uh, that's why Rabbi Yonasan sees a greater connection between the Aras and Arusa than with the Shemer Siafim. Whereas Mara, I squiggle around the Mara, this would be Rabbi Yoshia. Rabbi Yoshia, Alimale, stronger to him is the bond of a Shemer Siafim to her Yavim. Why? Because she already married the brother who passed away. Uh, what does she have to do now to be considered like a full fledged wife of the surviving brother? Nothing. Even if they just sleep together, there's no chuppah that you even have to have. Now, it might be much better if there is some sort of official ceremony, but Deloy Mechasra, there's not even lacking a Mesira giving over the chuppah. Okay, that is the analysis. Each one, that would be Rabbi Yosha versus Rabbi Nisan, holds that one of those two, they each hold the opposite, is, is more of a natural um, bond connection couple than the other. Okay, now we're going to ask on each one what they do with the mucker, the pasuk of the other one. Rabbi Yonasan, I squeal on Rabbi Yonasan. Hi, what does he do with the ish, ish pasuk? Because Rabbi Yoshia used that to say the Shemeris Yavam ishayich to Saita. Now he can't use it for that, so what does he do with the ish, ish? My Well, in he, Rabbi Yonasan, would use it, le rabbis, to include that um, Bastin will warn uh, situations where they see an Asha Scheresh, if a guy is a deaf mute, then they see his wife uh, acting improperly, they'll give her a kinui, or an Asha Shaita, or if the guy's, uh, you know, a little bit nuts, or an Asha Shiamum, when the guy is, like, clinically nuts, like, really insane. Um, that's what they would use it for. Verb Yoshia, Hi, what does he do with the phrase, Tachas Isha, uh, when she is under her man, Mayavidle, because Rav Yoshia can't use that to say that an Arusa is excluded, because he said an Arusa was, um, he, he said that a Shemeris Yavam is included. So what does he do with Tachas Isha? Well, Mibayale, 
he would need it for the following limud lahakish to connect ish leisha veisha leish to connect the two the man to the woman the woman to the man and we'll see mitzvah and davchav zayin what we use that connection for semicolon okay the gemara takes a step back do we really need special psukim to exclude the case of an Aras and Arusa from the Sota drinking water ceremony? Apparently the reason that they're excluded is because we have these psukim that are written. But what? If it were not for the psukim, would I really have thought Arusha Shasya? That a woman who's only an Arusa, if you have the Kino and the Sira that she goes through and drinks? But one second. That can't be, because Vahakiasa Rabbi Acha Bar Chanina Midroma, when he came from down south, Asa he came and brought a Tanaic source along with him. Asa Vaisi, and he brought a Masnisa, the following Tanaic source, Beyade, he had it in his hand. In other words, had it as clear as it was in his hand. Here's a two line Tanaic source. Within the context of describing what is the scenario that it makes a, a Sota situation, it says that the woman uh, might have had relations with some fellow, Mibaladei Isheikh other than her husband, in which case that clearly implies that she could have or, sh- or would have previously had sexual relations with her husband. Misha Kadma Shiva Balabayal, I dot underline those four words. It's got to be. Every sort of scenario is where we suspect. We don't know what happened, but she certainly had a relationship, a physical relationship with her husband previously. Velo and not Shikadma Shiva's Boa Labal. That if this like did happen between her and the paramour, that that came before any time that she had actually had Bia with her husband. Okay, well then, how could you possibly have thought that it's an Ars and Arusa? Ars and Arusa, they, they don't have Bia with one another, they're not allowed to. Oh, Amar Rami Barchama. So Rami Barchama explains what the case must be. I underlined his name. Mishkach Asla, you find it. Kigain Shebaleha Arus Beveisaviha. Now, he shouldn't have. He, they're engaged to be married, they're not fully married yet, but he had relations with her while she was uh, in her daddy's house, in other words, before they were fully married. Okay, <coughs> that might be the case, but what would the parallel case, remember, we keep talking about a Shemeris Yavam, along with a Yarusa. So, de Kavasa, if you take them the parallel case, Gabi a Shemeris Yavam, Kigoyin Shebala Yavam Eveshamiya, where the Yavam, one of the surviving brothers, has relations with this woman, his Yivama, while she's in her father-in-law's house, well, that wouldn't be called a Shomeris Yavam if he's had relations with her. Ha, Shomeris Yavam, Karis Law? Question mark, comma, connector. If a Yavam has Bia with his Yivama, any type of Bia, Dahamarav, I circled Rav's name, He's acquired her completely as a wife. Huh. So what are we going to say about that? Well, the Gemara answers, we must be going like Shmuel, Rav's bar plukta, I circled Shmuel as well. We should have Rav circled down on this line as well as a separate circle on Shmuel. We're going like Shmuel to Amar, Loikana, that no, not for everything, only for the specifics that are mentioned in the Parsha, does any be a work for a Yavam to be kind of his Yavamah. Okay, so we have now uh, Rav and Shmuel. Now we also had on Amun Aleph, Rabbi Yoshia and Rabbi Yonasan. Can we say that Ihachi, Lema, should we say that Rav is going like Rabbi Yoshia and only Rabbi Yoshia? That Rav, who says Kana for all things, is going like Rabbi Yoshia, who also said a Shemeris Yavam, goes ahead and like fully drinks the water. And um, Shmuel would be going like Rabbi Yonasan. Should we parallel them? Now each... Uh, Amara, Rav, and Shmuel, we're going like only one 
of the Tanaim. And as we know, most of the time, the Amalgam prefer to say that their opinion is within all the Tzvayik approaches, and that what's, that's what uh, Rav and then uh, Shmuel are going to do over here. Amalach Rav. Rav would say to you, if you suggested this to him, I underline his name, he would say the following. Oh no. I said, my din, even according to Rabbi Yonason, meaning like, and all the more so, according to Rabbi Yoshi, in other words, according to both of them. And from the fact that the Pasuk needed to exclude a Shemeris Yavam, why would it possibly need to exclude a Shemeris Yavam if not for the fact, that she must be totally like a complete wife for all intents and purposes? Because if she wasn't, why would we have to have a Pasuk to be Mimayed her? Okay, that's Rav, who would insist that he's saying it's in within both uh, Rabbi Yainasan and, like, certainly Rabbi Yoshia. Shmuel, and Shmuel, and with this we'll conclude. Shmuel Amar Anada Amri, I said, my dina filu the Rabbi Yoshia. In other words, according to uh, Rabbi Yainasan, and even according to Rabbi Yoshia, this is almost like the opposite from the fact that the Pasuk had to include a Shemeris Yavam who drinks. Why would you think she wouldn't drink if she was a full-fledged wife? The fact that it had to specifically include her, Michal Delav, Ishtar Hiklala, must be that she's not really a wife. And that's how Shmuel would say that he is saying, even within Rabbi Yoshia. Adkan.